0: Hi everyone, this is Samir Alana here again. Welcome to Hitman. We have seen here the first match. Major heartbreak for the Indian fans. The athlete memories coming over all over again. I have Neharika again here with me. Neharika.
1: Hi Samir.
0: Okay, so trying to segment the whole test match again. Let's start, let's begin from day one and discuss what happened on that day. Niharika, uh, let's discuss about the England innings, first innings.
1: Okay, so England, they were doing very well at 216 for 3 They were having a good partnership between Joe Root and Johnny Basto. But then that moment of excellence, that run out from Virat Kohli, which resulted in Joe Root's wicket, led to them on a downward spiral. And how good was Ashwin that day?
0: Of course, no doubt about that. Of course, uh, you're forgetting something—the Virat Kohli mic drop celebration as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a part of the game. But then he resulted in a way. Virat's role resulted in Joe's wicket.
0: Yeah, and he was so into it. He knew it, like you know, he was yeah. waiting for that moment where he's gonna, you know, replicate what uh Joe Root had done. He did in the, did in the, the heading, ODI. heading ODI. Sorry. So that was like yeah. a long, and um, especially the celebration. It's where the whole collapse triggered, and that's where, you know, England started. England lost their way. They started losing wickets, Ben Stokes, yeah. uh, Butler, everyone following one after the other. Um, talking up more about the Indian bowling side, uh, how do you feel the Indian bowling fared against the England batsmen on, the, on day one of the first test match?
1: They fared pretty very well. Like Ravi Ashwin, he was among he was the leading wicket taker for the in the whole innings. He took four wickets, and the way he got out Alistair Cook, that was such a beautiful delivery. He ba- he actually foxed Cook. Yes, and, and so then Mohammed would... Shami. Yeah, continue. And Mohamed also, he was, he, he, was, he was really awesome. He was right on the money. And Ishaan Sharma and Umesh Yadav, they were also doing well in
0: patches. Uh, I, I do feel that Umesh Yadav was struggling a little bit in the beginning. But once, you know, the wickets started falling, you know, he just joined into the groove. And he bowled well hmm. in the second half of the innings. But I do, yeah. did feel that, you know, Umesh Shalab was a little bit edgy when it came to the first session of the game. Again, talking about Ashwin, uh, he is someone who has been criticized for not bowling well in overseas. And this was like a major, major statement by Ashwin that I'm here to conquer the world now. It's enough of subcontinent. Exactly. Agreed with it. you. Exactly. And... Basically, also let's talk about Joe Root now. He was batting really well when, mm. and I think he used to he was looking really good for 400 runs when he and uh, the other one were batting yeah. together. Yeah.
1: yeah. And actually, I te- I tell you, Sami, like Root was looking set for a triple figure mark. He was looking set for a hundred, but then there wasn't any say requirement of second run over there, and he yeah, lost exactly. on the opportunity and, and if he could have a scored up. a big 100 na i think he would have had crossed 300 for sure any day any day england
0: were looking good for like 400 any day. so yeah. basically that's where day 1 was completely i i do feel that you know while day 1 was going a little bit towards england india managed to grasp hmm. it in, in their hands in the third session and especially in the let's talk about yeah, surely. And let's talk about Dinesh Karthik's uh, drops. Uh, he did look well while wicket keeping, while holding the job in place of Saha on behalf of Saha. But there were hmm. two drop catches, and both were questionable because it could have been avoided.
1: Yeah. Especially the one which he dropped off Sam Curran on the second last
0: ball of day one. Exactly. That was like a totally first. He came in between, and he ended up dropping that too.
1: Yeah, and because if only, he would have a take-up at Canada, India would have started afresh from day two.
0: Exactly. And not only the not only the one catch that he messed up of Swamkarin. We'll come to that later hmm. on. Uh, <laughs> coming to this day two. Now, this is where the Indian innings, like if day one took India a notch above, day two was probably the most topsy-turvy one for India in the game. From 50 dollars, yeah. To 100 for 5. If we can just speak about some dismissals like the one where the Dha- one or Rahane Hane got out, don't poke outside, off. that's something that Shastri needs to make them write 100 times. We haven't learned yeah. much from the previous shows. Every time we go overseas, there's a similar dismissal. Then there was Rahul who played one rash shot. Then for a moment, yeah. Rahul forgot that he wasn't playing the IPL. It was a test match and it caps to in India, needed him to bat. But that was completely uncalled for. Again, Karthik misjudging one, and the drama didn't get over yet. If you remember, if you remember yeah. when India were 100 for five, there was a lot mm-hmm. of things happening. Pandya's uh, decision review, Pandya uh, was given LBW and then his decision for overturned. Next next over, you see yeah. Virat Kohli getting dropped by Malan. The next ball, you see Pandya getting dropped by, uh, I think Alastair Cook. So basically, yeah. it was such a chaos. England were creating England were also creating chances England fielders were missing them India you, Indian fans were you know they didn't have time to react so much was happening over such a little time Agreed, Samir. It was
1: a state of total chaos over there. You never know what was going on next. One ball, Kohli dropped at 21. Next ball, Pandya dropped at Duck. And India, they were soon reduced from 100 for 5 to 100 for 6. And that's how the legend of Virat Kohli grew yet again with a scintillating 149.
0: Exactly. More about that, I mean, yeah, so yeah. I
1: mean Yeah, I mean, I I actually tell you, like, uh, that day I was, uh, I was busy there in the university canteen and I was sitting all by my alone. And as soon as Virat came out to bat, I was like, I was actually praying to God that, hey, he should, he should, he should be there for long. He should be there for long. And as soon as Jay Madison came out to go, I was like, man. This is the contest. This is the hype. This is the thing for which hype was created for over a long period of time. If you remember, Virat was being questioned in PC about how we'll face Anderson. And Anderson, too, was also asked the same. So that was a very riveting contest between Kohli and Anderson. What do you say?
0: Yeah, I agree completely to that. while well, Anderson did give him a tough time and he even got dropped off Anderson, if you remember. But yeah, what that's happened, what 20, 20 20 later single-handedly lifting the team up for someone who walked out to all the boos from the English crowd. He made almost everyone yeah. go down in adulation to him. And let me yes. tell you, I have never seen a better innings. I think this one beats the Centurion one earlier this year, any day, because during Centurion, I guess, Rohit Sharma was there for a while. Uh, I think Pujara or someone stayed for a while. And then there was Hardik Pandya, mm-hmm. and Hushman too, who stayed mm-hmm. out till... And Virat Kohli had yeah. some kind of support then. But this time, yeah. it was just him shielding Umesh Shadav, shielding um uh, Sharma and, and coming so close. Like, we had a deficit of, I guess, uh, 187. 13. Minutes. And,
1: yeah, yeah. We had and a, now, if from a, 187 it got down to 13. Yeah, exactly. And, like mean, that knock was, that knock was such a type of knock that if I were to say that, okay, I want to watch a test match knock on loop, on repeat mode, I will
0: and coming to the England innings, they were fault. You remember Ishan Sharma, he was, being, yeah. he was being criticized by Harbhajan Singh and uh, the other one on the com box and soon as he starts criticizing the next over, you see he has Johnny Bairstow, he has Joss Butler, he has Ben Stokes, all back to the pavilion, 7 for 7. How do you think India screwed up from there?
1: Uh, according to me, Samir, uh, in England were 87 for seven when Ishan Sharma had all three of them in the 31st over, but then Kohli did a mistake by getting out Ashwin from the attack in front of a left-hander in the form of San and that proved to be decisive because Sam then struck 63 runs of 65 balls, and he had sizable partnerships with the last three as well, Ardhan Rashid Stuart Broad, and James Anderson. So I think that there, they let England let loose and four, and they got from 87 for 7 to 180.
0: And moreover, what do you like to say about Sam Curran, you know, taking wickets in the first innings against India and then, you know, thrive, England thriving upon him to, you know, score the important runs, runs that mattered and runs that irritated the hell out of the Indian camp.
1: Well, about Sam Curran, he's a really nice player. Like I, I can say you that he has got a now a huge amount of Indian fans over here, and including some of some of my people as well. So yeah, I had seen Sam Curran in the under 90 World Cup in 2016, a bit of him. But then I knew that okay, there was a guy with the surname of. Curan over there in England when he played in 2016 out of 19. So, yeah, a left-arm pacer is always dangerous. Like, they have a natural over-the-wicket angle, which actually l- helps them in taking the ball in and away both. And we all know that our Indian batsmen, they have a sort of weakness against the left-arm pacers. So, yeah, that proved to be decisive. And Sam Curran, he, he has a very simple, basic Action. And he bowls at a speed of 130, that's okay, but then he does get the wickets out there for you. And about his batting, well, it didn't look like he was batting in the second ever Test crew match. Like we have seen a bit of him in when he made his debut against Pakistan in Headingley, but then he has been now a revelation from there. Like in the heading late test when he debuted, he was more of a bits and pieces player but now it looked like that yeah, he has gone more than bits and pieces. It's too early to say but then Sam Curran is really great player to watch out for coming from England in the upcoming years, that's for sure.
0: And Just in time for England because Ben Stokes is not going to play the second test match so just when England needed a fast bowling all-rounder, they have just you know, emancipated one into the team.
1: Yeah, and Sam had once himself said that he sees himself in the role similar to that of Ben Stokes. So, he has the opportunity now at Lords to do the role which Stokes did in the first test.
0: Yeah, truly. Uh, coming to Indian perspective, uh, David Malan did India a huge favour by dropping Virat Kohli. And... Dhawan actually repaid him by dropping both Adil Rashid as well as Sam Karim, though it was a little bit of yeah. Karthik's fault as well. And yeah. what you got to say about that, the Indian slip fielding, again back to where we were?
1: Yeah, because Indian slip fielding now resembles like a Russian roulette. To be pretty honest, it is a Russian roulette. Because uh, the first and the major thing is that the Indian team, they haven't identified that who could be reliable catchers at slip we have ajinkya rahane who is a reliable slip catcher then kl rahul also does well in that role and hardik pandey also well does in drag role so why the team management hasn't identified these three as reliable slip catchers why is shikhar Davan is over there if you see the way shikhar Davan dropped the catches his eyes were not on the ball and he wasn't in the exact anticipated position he could see after the ball had pitched and got off the blade of the bat but hey, you need to be there, man. Slip catchers are the most proactive people. They have the mo- most sharp reflexes. They should have the most sharp reflexes. Like, for example, Ashish Nehra, on the morning of day four, when he was speaking on the Hindi panel, he himself was saying that Rahul Dravid and Nevis Lakshman, they used to practice lip catching every day for 30 minutes. And that used to pay off. Like, Dravid was such a great, reliable slip catcher as well. And Lakshman too as well. So, India literally need to improve upon their slip catching if you have to win the matches because there's a saying in cricket which is repeated all over the time, many a times whenever a catch gets dropped, that catches win
0: matches and you certainly can't afford to miss them, especially if it's Virat Kohli or someone like Sam Kiran as well now, India would be well worried of that and then again in the second innings, did you think India had a chance with 194 runs required
1: Absolutely. India had a chance of chasing down the target. They needed someone who could spend time at the crease, like leaving the balls outside of, just going for ones and twos. And you know what? When we had the target of 194, we had two days as well. So yeah, there was a lot of time as well to chase down 194. But then... Messed it up at 78 for five. Then Kohli and Dinesh Karthik they went into the rebuilding process only to throw it away in day four with Karthik's dismissal.
0: Yeah, Dinesh Karthik was absolutely looking stunning in the day three when he was trying to you know let the deliveries go and you know just trying to be defensive and uh, that was an aggression in itself because if you see in Test matches all he was required to do was you know shield. Uh, uh, you know, shield uh, innings and you know just allow Kohli to score the runs you just you know manage to play the ball perfect and, himself and that's he himself exactly got a lose what... deal. he had to score over them, them as well Dinesh kartik that's exactly what he was doing in the day 3 but on yeah. day 4 there was some was different attitude from him hmm. exactly yeah he just edged the ball to
1: slip and
0: went away and it was too much for Pandya to do in the end uh, honestly I after what we saw in the first innings I didn't inspire much confidence from the Indian batting lineup, and that's why uh, I told you earlier I was looking for a target below 150 because I knew anything above 150 was going to be a huge hindrance for the Indian batting lineup, and it happened so. Yes, yes. I that
1: conversation with you. We were talking about that, okay, that 150 would be the ideal nugget. 150 would be the ideal nugget. But then Sam Curran had other plans, and that target went from 150 to
0: 194. Yeah, impossible. Not even something I would have imagined. Uh, Moving on now, India played a second test match at Lords, a pitch which is known for swing again and a pitch which India has fond memories of from the last tour where India won yes, uh, a brilliant test match win. and this time surely we don't yeah, have an yeah. interest in but we have Virat Kohli and yeah. what do you think India needs to reflect upon, what do you think India needs to improve from this test match to the next one?
1: In my opinion, what India really need to reflect upon is a host of things which I am going to say in the next few moments. First of all, first of all, it's batting. Yeah, that's the major issue because batting is uh, something which we need in English conditions and the way Shikhar Daban was getting out, like he was going for the drive, but the ball, it an edge to the slips. That was a technicality issue. You can you can go for a drive in the subcontinent conditions, but then in outside the subcontinent conditions, you can go away like this because the ball will take an edge to the slips. So that is an issue for Shikhar Dhawan as well. And uh, then Muldi Vijay. I mean, he was such a great expert of. Leaving outside the off-stump, I mean, he was such an astute reader of that and he knew where his off-stump was. But then Vijay now becomes a pale shadow of himself now. Like, we are seeing him that he's got a bit restless and he's going after the deliveries which he used to leave. So that is also another major issue. And then much can't be said about KL Rahul because he is batting in a test match in England. For the first time ever, so we need to be a bit patient with him. But then, yes, we need Chetusha Pujara. India needs Chetusha Pujara for the next game because even though he had a bad season, he had a bad season with Yorkshire and he didn't inspire much confidence in the practice game against Essex, I still feel that Pujara has... The ability to stay at the crease and be a rock, like in the in the test in South Africa, pujara had a partnership with Kohli where he faced a lot of deliveries, and that proved to be a decisive moment in the game if you remember. Sameer.
0: Yeah.
1: And Ajinkya Rahane also, I mean, he isn't inspiring much of the confidence. In the last ten innings, he has got around just hundred and forty eight runs as well, and he's. Already fishing outside the Austin, which is really shocking for a person like him who did well in the previous England tour and who is considered as an overseas expert. I mean, these are the problem things for India right now. Like, in terms of everything is fine, and in terms of fielding as well, the slip catching. We were talking about the Russian dollar with slip catching, which is going on. India literally needs to go a bit. More in slip catching as well. A bit more improvement in slip catching. They need to anticipate well. They need to track the movement of the ball after it pitches. So yes, batting and slip catching is the key Uh, for
0: India to do well. uh, What about Indian bowling? Do you think it was all perfect this time as well?
1: Oh yeah, the Indian bowling did well Like in the second inning, Ishan Sharma Like he he had such an inspired spell Then Ravish Abdul the he was bamboozling the batsmen So yeah, everything looks well in the bowling front But if Jasprit Bumrah is fit And available for the second test Then uh, he might come in place of either Umesh or Shami And Sameer I put this question to you If Jasprit Mumra is fit for the second test Then who goes out? Umesh, shut or Shami?
0: Uh, I think for me, uh, Shami, while he was a little bit inconsistent in the second innings, he was hitting the deck hard and he was troubling the England batsmen, especially Keaton Jennings. Uh, I to I remember the spell, if you remember the spell. Uh, yes, so yes, so he was yes, going forward angle as well. Yeah, so for me, I think Umesh Shadar would be the one who would have to set out. Another change, as you pointed out, Pujara needs to come in, yes. Uh, while Pujara hasn't been in form, so have the others. Uh, if Mupujara is a part of a problem so have been Rahane so are Murli Vijay and Shikhar as well KL Shikha- Rahul, yes, we can give him a little bit of slack because he is coming to England for the first time and maybe he deserves one or two more tests to prove himself so that way yeah. I would rather prefer having KL Rahul opening with Murli Vijay Shikhar Bujara coming at number 3 and Shikhar dropped and for the bowling yeah. line-up again, just one change, Umesh Adhav uh, going out and uh, okay. so. Okay. Okay. Also, I would want Indian batting to show a little bit of intent. The word which India has been speaking about for like a long time, ever since yes. Shastri has come. But was resilience, patience, and application. Exactly, that was something we never saw in the first Test match from the Indian batting lineup. Apart from so, Exactly. So yes, we need to know. They need to know that Virat Kohli is not going to s- score the runs all the time. It's a team game in Test yeah, matches. It's not a team man I
1: tell you, one man army for a batting team like India
0: doesn't augur well at all. At all, because India has been known to be a good batting side, and it, yeah, it, it was giving me a memory of Rahul Dravid in the 2011 tour where he was the only one standing apart. So, basically yes, three
1: hundred got it three
0: different tests, yeah, and none of the other people stood up. So that's yeah. where India lacks. Uh, coming to England, where do you think England lacked in this test match? Where do you think were the shortcomings for the England Test team? Uh, shortcomings as in like in the middle order,
1: yes. In the middle order, like... Uh, in the second innings, when Cook faltered... Jennings faltered... Then someone like Sam Curran had to step up... And even Joss Butler didn't get much of the runs... So he didn't look as much threatening... and And for this test... I think David Mallon is not in the side. Yes, he's not in the side. And a 20-year-old batsman by the name of Orly Pope has been called in. And I would like to throw some light about Orly Pope as well. In 15 first-class matches, he has raced 2,000 runs. And this is his second season with Saray from where Sam Kieran also comes. And Ollie Pope has made around 684 runs as well. So yeah, Ollipope is a right-handed batsman as well. And England, for negating the threat of Navi Chandran Ashwin, have gotten a right-handed batsman because Ashwin was looking very dangerous to the left-handed batsman. Yeah. So that's
0: basically one thing yes, I've already improvised on. And
1: England need to improve upon the middle-order batting for me because it's been wobbly for a really long period of time. Like we saw it in Ashes, in the New Zealand test, and in the Headingley test in which Joss Butler's 50s rescued them. But then
0: they need to yeah. improve upon their middle order. Yeah, because if you see, I think uh, Ben Strokes didn't step up at all, so was Josh Butler. So whenever you saw that, yeah. you know, Joe Root got out, it was like, you know, uh, there was always a collapse after the third or fourth wicket. We saw that in the first innings as well, we saw that in the second innings, yeah. innings as well. And I expect Sam Curran to be batting about this time because Ben Strokes wouldn't be playing. And what do you think about yeah, Butler? I just hope Is...
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, but what do you think about Butler? Should he be still be batting at number seven, or maybe he could come up a little bit above the order? Because as soon as Joe Root gets out, it's like a tradition that wickets keep falling off.
1: Yeah, but then, uh, but then if they do slot in Ollie Pope, then Ollie Pope will buy a
0: bat at four, then 2 at five, then Butler at six. Yeah, exactly. Butler at six wouldn't be a bad option as well because yeah, when he Butler comes six at 6 wouldn't be a bad option at all. Because when he comes at seventh there's no one around him to play with and you know, usually he has to he ends up playing a rash shot.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And I yeah. think that Chris Wokes will come in place of Ben Stokes. Like, Woakes is now fit. He missed out on the ODI series against Australia and in the T20s also against India. ODI is against India because of an injury which had been lagging him for a around Like, it has been bothering him for long. And now Woakes is fit. He played in the India practice game as well. So, yeah, he's ready to go, I think. So, he will be the pick in place of Ben Stokes.
0: Okay, so that would be 11 for the England series for the next game again at Lords. Yeah, uh, in talking England
1: about also pre- slot in another spinner as well at Lords or not. And if it is, then they will slot in the Moyen Ali as well and it will be spin twins of one Ali and other Rashid for the Lords test. We might be seeing that as well.
0: Oh, that's a possibility. It depends upon how the pitch looks at day one and if it's scheduled to turn or not. Uh, we might see that. Oh, Derrick, are you making any prediction for this test match, the Lord's one? Um,
1: not yet. Let's
0: wait and watch what <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh, I okay, when I while I disagreed about India having less, while I spoke about India having less chances at Birmingham the last time. This time I would say yeah. India is going to win Lord's. Just mark upon my words, take screenshots, record this. And I'm telling you India is going to win at Lord's this time. Because there is a lot yeah, of yeah. energy now in Indian, Indian camp. Uh, Virat Kohli, last game, he showed what he's capable of. And I am looking forward to watching Virat Kohli's name at the honours board. True. I'm also
1: looking forward to that.
0: Okay. So, that's it from Hitman. Uh, nice to speak to you again, Niharika. Nice to
1: speak to you, Sameer.
0: <laughs> so... We will be back after the second test at Lord's or maybe the third test, uh, depends upon whatsoever. So that's it from Hitman. Thank you so much for listening. And see you guys again.